Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. And we are ending eating disorders, using nothing but your brain, and we are talking about binge eating and bulimia and overeating and yo-yo dieting and food obsession and body hate and all of those things that disrupt our life from being able to eat normally, have peace with food, have peace with our bodies, have calm in our minds and move forward. Like the things that interrupt that is what we are ending. And especially right now in the world, there is just so much going on. And a lot of us have this connection between stress and food or the unknown and food or worry and food. And when those things just aren't connected anymore, then you get to worry like the rest of the normal eaters. And just, yeah, it doesn't solve all of the problems in the world or in your life, but all of a sudden they become absolutely manageable because you don't have this other issue with food that is just dragging you down so much. And so I'm really excited to launch into, because what we are going to be talking about is human nature, the patterns that we find ourselves in that actually perpetuate the issue and keep us from fixing it and how to interrupt those. I'm going to give you guys some really wonderful guidance in how to interrupt the pattern that you are in so you don't keep on getting more of the same thing. Because I know how incredibly maddening that is to want a different result and then to see yourself with the old definition of insanity, right? Doing the same things over and over and expecting a different result. But it's like we're observing this and we're seeing ourselves do things that don't work but we like don't know what else to do. And so we just keep on being insane about it and like with the actual definition and just doing things that we know don't work. So the key is, is to interrupt that pattern so that you can do what actually does work. And we're gonna talk about that right here today. So we're gonna look at a couple of examples of how human nature works when we have a problem, especially a problem that feels difficult or unmanageable um, and really I want to show you how this pattern relates to our journey with food and then how to break it so you can be free and on the other side of it so you don't have this struggle anymore. We are going to look at two examples and then you're going to see how it relates with food as well. So this is how human nature plays out with the process if there is a problem that is continuing to get worse. So the first example is a physical issue, right? So if you're in physical pain, let's say you've got tooth pain, right? And when you chew, it really hurts on the left side of your mouth. So it's like, ow, there's like a zing of pain. Like it's, you know, certain things especially are super, super sensitive. And so you start seeing that there's an issue here. But if we back up before that, it was just a neutral thing, right? It was a non-issue where you didn't think about your teeth. You could just eat whatever you wanted. Like, it's all good. It's all fine. We'll eat stuff. It's a complete non-issue. Now, it starts taking up more mental energy and awareness when there's pain there, right? And pain 
is a symptom that is alerting you to something is wrong. Pain is actually a really important, important part of being a human being. <clears throat> because there have been people who genetically have the uh, certain element of their genes where they don't feel pain, and it's not a good thing. Like those people tend to get injured and do like high risk things because there isn't this signal of like, this isn't okay, right? It's like if you put your hand on a hot stove and you don't feel anything, well, you're probably gonna get burned a lot more often and it's not gonna be good for your health. So thank you, pain. Thank you so much for letting us know that there's something wrong. So pain is important. Pain is a signal that something needs to change, that something needs to be adjusted. So we start out eating, chewing stuff on our teeth, non-issue, and then when we have pain, that signal, right, where we bite down on something, it's like, oh, ow, that really hurts on the left side of my face. Human nature, what is it that we do? If it hurts on the left side when we chew, what do we start doing? Yep, chewing on the right side. So now we're avoiding the pain. Instead of listening to the pain and saying, oh, that's something that needs to be fixed right now, we start avoiding the pain and saying, well, if we can just make it so it's not as painful, then we can keep going because it's inconvenient, right? It's inconvenient to go to the dentist. It's expensive to go to the dentist. Like we will have to, you know, rearrange our day. Like there are hurdles of like, well, maybe I need to find a new dentist. So we have this resistance where it feels inconvenient. And so we give ourselves more time and we start doing what doesn't hurt anymore, right? So we aren't chewing on the left side anymore, now we're chewing on the right side. Well, because if we ignore the pain, it continues to get worse, then it starts hurting on the right side. Okay, so now it hurts wherever we chew. So what do we do after that? Yeah, we start eating things that are soft, right? It's like, oh, it hurts to bite down on stuff. So now we're gonna start eating things that are soft because that's a way now that it hurts on the left side and now that it hurts on the right side, then if we have things that are soft, well, then we are avoiding the pain. We're ignoring the signals. We're finding ways around the sirens going off of there's something wrong here, something needs to be fixed because again, it feels, overwhelming and we don't want to go to the dentist and we're sort of hoping against hope that it's going to go away on its own and it's just going to get fixed. And then there comes a point where there's this tipping point and it feels completely unmanageable and really painful and it shuts down our life, right? So there are two options when we run up against this pattern in human nature. There are two options. Either number one, we can choose to take care of it or number two, we are forced to take care of it. So this is the same thing, human nature, what happens when we get burnt out, right? It's like, we don't rest, we don't rest, we don't take breaks, we keep on pushing through. And either we are going to choose to take some rest or we're gonna get sick or we're gonna have an emotional breakdown or a nervous breakdown. Like if we do not take care of ourselves, our bodies, our brains have phenomenal ways of making us take care of ourselves once it gets to a critical point. And so with the dental example, there comes a point where we can't do anything anymore, right? Now we've got a screaming headache. Now we're having to take time off of work. We've waited way too long. We're beating ourselves up for waiting way too long. And it's gotten so bad that now we're going to the dentist and we're finding out what's wrong. Now, if we would have gone and got things fixed when we were first experiencing that pain, then it would have been a smaller problem to fix. 
But now that we've waited so long, it's like, oh, wow, you need like multiple root canals and there's all this rot that has happened. And so instead of overcoming that inertia, taking the signal of the pain, going in and getting it fixed earlier on, now the problem is a lot bigger to fix. Now we're going to take a lot of time off of work. Now it's going to be phenomenally more expensive because instead of just getting, you know, a couple of, you know, fillings filled, then we're getting root canals. We might even need surgery. Like we're taking all this time off. So the the fixing the problem gets a lot more difficult. And then we start kicking ourselves of like, why did I ignore this for so long, right? But this is what you want to look at as a pattern of human nature. So that's example number one, and you'll see how these come together. So example number two in human nature is let's talk about financially. So I grew up in a household that was like extreme poverty. Like we ran out of money for rent in our little trailer in our trailer park and we had to like leave and live with family like we you know ran out of money for food and we were hungry like we were cold because we didn't have money for like it was it was bad and we were in a lot of debt and you know being a kid in this situation of course was no fun but you get to observe human nature right you get to observe like what happens when somebody gets into a more and more difficult situation so like I remember the pattern of poverty of we would have some money that would come in and it was it went on the back burner that we had no more income coming in. It went on the back burner. It was sort of ignored of just like, okay, it's not an issue right now. So we're just going to go along and live our life and ignore what could happen in the future and just sort of, you know, truck along until the signal of pain started coming up, right? The financial pain of, oh no, we ran out of money. So the first phase is, is the, the letters start coming in with bills due and you sort, right? You go like, okay, here is a letter from grandma and we're gonna open that. And here is a letter that looks like a bill and we're just gonna put that over on this pile. But the intention, right? Again, it's notice these patterns in human nature. It's the, that's inconvenient, that feels overwhelming, that feels difficult, let's just put it off. Let's put it off for a little while. Okay, so we go ahead and like put that, that letter aside. So then it starts feeling even more unmanageable with more letters coming in and collectors calling. And so then just all the mail goes in the box. It's like, it gets too difficult to look at. It's like, this is too hard to look at. This is too emotionally difficult. We feel overwhelmed. So we just, instead of fixing the problem, we just go ahead and just put all the mail in a box. And then what starts happening? Then you stop answering the phone as well, because now the collectors are calling and you stop answering the phone. And there will be some point in which you've got to go through that box of letters or you've got to start answering your phone. And so human nature, we tend to put that off as much as possible. We tend to think to ourselves, it would be easier to do this tomorrow because it feels so overwhelming and I've just got to numb out and I've just got to do something else today. And then that gets dragged out day after day after day. But we're not stopping anything from getting worse. We're just ignoring all of the symbols telling us that we need to take care of it. And so at the end, calling the collectors, looking at all of the late fees, um, you know, answering our phone, going through like this huge box of mail. Man, I remember like multiple rounds of going through the huge box of mail growing up of like, okay, this is a horrible and emotional experience. Like when 
we go with the pattern of human nature, we make the problem so much harder to fix. All because the temporary relief of we can take care of it tomorrow, every single time that we buy into it, to that, every single time that we say, I feel too overwhelmed today, I'll look at it tomorrow, makes the problem worse every single time, makes it harder to fix every single time. So look at this pattern of human nature. We don't think about it when it feels manageable. When we start feeling like it's unmanageable or when we have pain or signals coming up for us that something needs to be adjusted or changed, then we start putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And the more unmanageable that it gets, the more we put it off and the more we try to distract ourselves or numb ourselves with something else until it comes to a critical point where the problem has gotten so bad and so unmanageable that we are forced to fix it. And it is way harder to fix at that point every time that we put it off. Okay, so we looked at a physical example. We looked at a financial example. Now let's look at the food example. So we start out with it feels manageable. Oh, I can eat and I can work out and it's all good. And yeah, like I'm not super happy with my body and I'm feeling kind of stressed about it and I feel kind of obsessed about food and I'm always dieting, but it's manageable, it's manageable. I can binge a couple of days and then diet for a few days and diet away the binge and work out extra hard and I'm staying the same weight and it's manageable and it's manageable. And it starts getting more and more difficult. And those are those first symbols of like pain, right? Of, oh, wow, this feels more difficult. This is taking up more brain space. Like I'm binging more often, or it takes even more to get the weight off that I binged and I put on and I've got an injury, but now I'm working through it. Um, and I know that I'm doing damage to my body, but isn't it better to just keep on working out even with a hurt knee because, well, I just got to keep going. And then we're seeing that the diets that used to work don't work anymore. And we're seeing these signals come up. We've got the anxiety coming up. Now we've got the depression. Now we've got real health issues that are happening, right? It's like we're noticing these weird food sensitivities and we're really fatigued. And so if we go along with human nature, what are we going to do? We're going to try to ignore it. And we're going to try to put off needing to fix it. And we're going to start putting band-aids on it. Band-aids, 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 uh, ibuprofen, right? It's like, oh, I feel pain. I'm going to do something so I don't feel the pain versus fix the problem, right? And so with food, it becomes less and less manageable until we get to this point where the pain has gotten so bad that we start giving in and giving up, where we cross over from instead of trying so hard to manage it, going to a place of hopelessness where we're, we're putting band-aids on it and then we're mostly numbing out. And the really dangerous thing about what happens with food is that the very thing that is causing us the pain and the problem, which is the binging, the overeating, the yo-yo dieting, whatever it is, we actually start doing more of that to ignore the problem. So if you look at the financial situation, it's like it's my money situation is getting so unmanageable to numb and feel better, I'm actually going to spend more money and get in more debt. You see how dangerous that gets so quickly. The same thing happens with food. I feel so overwhelmed with this issue with food and all of these problems and all of this pain coming up. I'm actually making the problem worse by numbing with 
binging more, with overeating more, with dieting even harder, because dieting is part of that cycle as well, right? And we start doing things that are band-aids that we know don't work, but make us feel like we're doing something, right? Well, the diet never worked before, but this is a new diet. This is actually a lifestyle change. And in the back of our minds, like we know, like this hasn't worked for 40 years. Why on earth would it work now? But it makes us feel like we're doing something. So there are multiple ways that we ignore the problem and just build up resistance around it. Number one, we don't do anything about it and we just think and hope that it's gonna get better, right? It's the, I will feel better about binging today because I'm promising myself I won't do it tomorrow. I'll feel better about binging today because I promise myself I'll do something about it tomorrow. And that goes on for years and years and years. The problem continues to get worse, the resistance keep building, The it gets harder and harder to fix. The other way that we numb is we try to ignore it, right? And a lot of times we do that by numbing our emotions and our thoughts around it with even more food. So the problem is getting worse and now we're binging more. The other way that we numb it is we trick ourselves into thinking that we're doing something about it. This is sort of like the the painkiller uh, equivalent, right? So instead of fixing the problem, we're just trying to mask the symptoms. And so, all right, we're going to take this pain medication without really finding out why do I have this excruciating pain? Because that feels too overwhelming. So how we do that with food is we say, oh, well, I'll just go on a diet one more time so I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I'm going to have some relief from this without actually fixing the problem of why every single time have you failed when you've gone on a diet? Why every single time when you've lost the weight have you gained back plus some? That feels too overwhelming and we don't want to look at it. And so we numb and we delay and we numb and we delay. And then either there will be a point where we choose to face what is happening and we choose to fix it and do what's actually going to work or life creates, like the problem gets so bad that life creates a way where we have to stop. For And this is different for a lot of people. Some people will have multiple diagnoses. Some people will get diabetes and then they'll be on all this blood pressure medication and they'll have multiple autoimmune disorders. And then it's the cancer that finally gets them to wake up. For some people, they wake up at diabetes. For some people, they wake up at, wow, my kid just graduated high school and they're going off to college and I missed their entire lives because I was thinking about food instead of being present with them. For some people, the wake up call is, wow, my partner is leaving me because I am so incredibly closed off and I'm angry all the time because I'm hating myself because of this and they think that I'm hating them. And I've never told them about the struggle. They just think that we have a horrible marriage, so they're leaving me. For all of us, we have the thing that will happen if we don't happen first. So we can choose to get the help we need to fix the problem, or life will throw something at us so big because the problem has gotten so bad because we put it off for so long that that will be the wake-up call. And then the really difficult third option, which I don't want for any of you guys, because I don't want you to have to live through this pain, right? I did it for a long time. We specialize in helping people who have struggled for over 40 years. Like I know how much life this takes. But even if it's at 50 or 60 or 70 that you fix this problem, you've still got the rest of your life left. And even just like a year of freedom is better than not. 
So the first option is, is that we happen and we decide to fix the problem. The second option is, is that things get so bad that we wake up to it and we decide to fix the problem. And the third option that I don't want for any of you is that the problem never gets fixed. People die every day because of this. Whether it's quickly, like they, they purge and their heart stops in the three different ways that your heart can stop anytime that you purge, or it's the dying one day at a time. It's the giving up to the point where nothing can help you. It's the slow suicide with food. It's the, it gets worse and worse and worse and you just keep on getting more diseases and you lose your mobility and you've got other people taking care of you your whole life and then you're bedridden. Like that happens too. And it happens with the exact same pattern that is human nature of this feels so overwhelming, I can't look at it. I'll do it tomorrow. It feels so overwhelming, I can't look at it. I'll do it tomorrow. So here is the answer. This is what interrupts this pattern. And it is a simple decision because you can let life happen to you and you can follow that human nature and keep on putting it off and putting it off. Or you can make a decision right now. And here's what I can promise you. It will always be easier to make a decision right now to start fixing it than it will be to put it off and fix it later. It only gets harder to fix. This is part of the lie, right? This is part of that numbing and putting it off of, oh, well, there will be a more convenient time or there will be a better time or there will be a time where I have more money or more time or more confidence or a better relationship or more energy. And that time never comes because the problem keeps getting worse. It's not like you're putting it off and it's just going to stay there until you come and look at it. Every time that you put it off, you're actually making the problem worse and worse. That's how it works with something that deteriorates your health and deteriorates your confidence and deteriorates your joy and your self-image. And so this is the simple solution. And it doesn't mean that it's easy, but I guarantee that anyone in the sound of my voice has the power to make that decision. And it will never be easier or a better time than right now today. So what I want you to think of is I want you to imagine yourself making the decision of enough is enough. I'm finally going to look at what's happening. I'm finally going to get the help that I need. And notice what resistance comes up for you. Oh, well, no, you're working today. Oh, well, no, you, you just lost your job. It's going to be a really hard time. You can't do anything right now. You've got bigger things to think of. Oh, well, no, your kids need you right now. Like, oh, well, you know, somebody else needs you. Oh, well, you don't have the time. You're really busy today. Oh, well, you know, you're just, you've had such a really hard few days. Like you should wait till you feel better. Just notice, notice what comes up when you think of fixing this problem right now today. That is the thing that's killing you. That resistance that's coming up right now is the same resistance that will keep you trapped in this problem and this cycle until it kills you. Like that is the thing that will take the rest of your life from you. Because it doesn't really matter what it is, it matters that it works. Your brain will say the very thing that has worked before and is hoping will work again. And if that is, well, somebody else needs me. Oh, well, my kids need me today. I can't take an hour for myself. That is the thing that your brain will keep using over and over and over to keep you in this cycle for the rest of your life. 
And then when your kids are grown and you've missed their life because you've been thinking about food instead, then it'll come up with something else. Oh, well, now your parents need you. Like, you've got to take care of them. This is what we hear over and over and over. We have women coming to us, retired, like in their late 60s, saying, I put off fixing this problem because I put everyone else first. I put my kids first and I said, oh, well, they need me. Like, well, I've got to save for them or I've got to invest in them. I can't invest in myself. I can't take time for myself. They need me. And then I started taking care of my aging parents. And I said, well, you know, they need me. And then my husband got sick and I took care of him. And now that my kids are grown and my partner's passed away and my parents are passed away, I'm finally, now that I've got 10, 15 more years of life, I'm finally putting myself first. And that is a wonderful thing to get the rest of your life back. It is a beautiful thing. But here's the other thing that we hear. When we work with somebody for four, six weeks, and they are free from the very thing that has kept them captive for the last 40 years, what we hear over and over and over is, why didn't I do this sooner? I could have gotten all those years back present, being able to travel with my husband and enjoy instead of always being in a bad mood because I was so obsessed with food and I was hating myself. I could have been present with my kids. Why didn't I do this sooner? If you go one more day without putting the wheels in motion to fix this problem, then if you ever decide to fix it, then you will say, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I do it that very day that I saw that live feed? And so this is my invitation to you. And we've got you and we're here to support you. But my invitation to you is whatever resistance comes up and whatever that voice is saying in your mind of why you simply can't do this today, why you simply can't reach out right now, why this really isn't a good time. I want you to choose if you wanna be free from this to ignore that resistance and do it anyway. Even when it feels hard to do it anyway even when it feels discouraging or you don't know how it's going to turn out or there is unknown ahead of you to do it anyway because anything that you do that doesn't fix this problem is only going to make it worse and is going to have you lose more life and it's really as simple as this and we make it just as easy as possible because we want you guys to have that momentum because the hardest part is just the decision right the decision of okay we're going to take the first step but the first step is never hard it's the decision that feels like a lot, and but you can make it, you can do it. So here is simply what you need to do to fix this problem. Number one is you go to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. The next step is, is you guard that time. Yes, there will always be somebody that needs you. Yes, there will always be unexpected things that come up, but you know what? If you were doing this, if you were taking that time for someone else that really needed you, you would guard that time. You give that same value to yourself and you guard that time because it will be the best time that you have ever spent on actually fixing this problem. And what we are going to do on that breakthrough session, again, you go to lifewithlydia.com apply and you book a free breakthrough session. And what we are going to do on that session is we are going to get you the foundation of freedom. This is where you're actually going to find out what's happening why this is happening and how to fix it. So you're super clear on next steps. And the more you delay, the harder it's going to be. 
And so you choose, you choose right now, you draw that line in the sand and you book your session and you take that next step. I want to remind you the only thing you need to do is take the next step. And there will be resistance that comes up because that next step, booking your breakthrough session, is the thing that is a step toward your freedom, is what's going to put you on the right path. So there's going to be resistance that comes up because this pattern, your eating disorder, that has been reinforcing this for decades is going to say all of the reasons of why you shouldn't continue down that path because that is the thing that's going to fix your problem. And so again, notice those patterns and you choose. You choose. This is about you getting the help that you need and not listening to the eating disorder anymore. And what you need to do is you need to do that long enough to just get the first few steps so you can get the support that you need of the people who actually know how to get you to the other side of this. We've done this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. All of the worst case scenarios, all of the people that have come to us where, oh, well, I'm, I'm the worst case, no one could fix me, I've you know done 25 years of this and 10 years of this, that are free and done in a matter of weeks once they start working with us. The only reason that what you've done before hasn't worked is that was never a solution to your problem. Most things that people try to do to fix this actually make it worse. So the next step is just to step into your power, to step into your decision, and stop putting it off. Stop putting it off. Book a breakthrough session for free, and you're going to guard that time. That is the next step. It's the first step of freedom. And we've got you. We've absolutely got you. So overcoming that pattern of human nature and interrupting that pattern, wherever you're at right now, to interrupt that pattern and move forward and actually fix the problem, that is the key. Fixing it, we know exactly how to do that. Like that's not hard. Like when you know the right way to do it, okay, great. If you have the right support, right? But it's the you showing up and overcoming that pattern. That's the resistance that we need to overcome. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. 